What label are you wearing today? The Love Times 2 podcast starts now. Welcome to 139, the official podcast of Love Times 2. Here is your host, Mike Victor. Hey, welcome to the official podcast of Love Times 2. We're going to have a very informative and maybe just a little bit disconcerting discussion today about an issue that I'm telling you, it's really starting to blow up on the worldwide scale right now. And that's not an understatement. I mean, what we're going to be talking about today, it's huge. And it's huge on the horizon. We're, we're dealing with it right now, but we're just dealing with the tip of the iceberg. So this is going to be huge, and I think you're going to enjoy this discussion. I think it's going to really um, get you thinking on uh, a lot of different levels. Now, as you know, if you've listened to this podcast, we've had some really good discussions about the science of life in the womb. And as you know, we've kept it really focused on the positive because it's really awesome. It's really awesome to think about how we're learning more and more about how babies develop. So what could possibly go wrong with that type of science? Well, a lot. And that's what we're going to talk about today. But before we get into that, I just want to throw a few things out at you for for you to consider. First, if you are not yet a part of our prayer team, I really want to encourage you to join us. And if you are a member of the prayer team, I want you to know how much you are deeply appreciated. We've seen God answer some really big prayers already. And you know what? We're just getting started. So uh, we really do serve a really big God, and we really are expecting Him to do some great things. If you're not a member of the prayer team, it's really easy to join. I mean, you can just send an email to contact at lovetimes2.org. You can put the word prayer in the subject line. You can put, I want to be a member of the prayer team in, in the body of the email. Uh, whatever is uh, works for you. It's all you have to do. Once you join, you'll get a prayer update about every two weeks, and you can always opt out. I mean, if you're just not getting into it and you're like, why did I join up for this? You can just opt out of it. There's no pressure. There's no guilt. Uh, we just love to have you join us. We want to put the invitation out there. Would you join us on our prayer team and join us as we're looking for God uh, to do some really amazing things as we continue to work to make the world a better place for moms and babies. Now, a second thing for you to think about is whether or not you have ideas for sponsors of this podcast. We're just getting started with this thing, but already we're getting some really great feedback. And so now we're kind of laying the groundwork to go to a whole new level. That means we're going to have to raise awareness of this podcast through social media pipelines. And that's where we need your help. And that's where we need the help of sponsors. So if you can help, or you know a business that might be a good fit as a sponsor for the Love Times 2 podcast, uh, drop me an email, message me on Facebook, and uh, we'll see where it goes. Now, enough of the housekeeping. Let's talk about today's topic. Let's talk about labels. Do you ever read labels on stuff? If you're health conscious, my guess is that you do. It's normally a really good idea to check the labels out on your food. Although, you know what? Sometimes that can be quite a discouraging event. I mean, you pick something up that, you know, just looks really good at the store and you're thinking, wow, this would be great. And then you look at the label on it and it just kind of, um, it just ruins it for you. You find out how many carbs it's got, you find out the fat level, whatever you're concerned about. Um, you're going to see it on that label. And that can be a good thing. That can be a really bad thing. Uh, sometimes it's even confusing. Now, a few days ago, my wife and I were munching a salad at this little place we, we just discovered, this awesome little diner place. And uh, I had purchased this uh 
this organic tea. And so uh, while we're having our lunch, I'm looking at this this tea and reading the label on it, checking out this label, and there it was right on the label of this organic tea. It said this, and this is a quote. I'm not making this up. It said, contains natural flavors and other natural flavors. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. It said contains natural flavors and other natural flavors. I have no idea what that's supposed to mean. I'm guessing it contains natural flavors. What the other natural flavors are, I don't know. But anyways, it left me sort of confused, and I just sort of got a chuckle out of it having lunch there. But um, you know what? If you're if you're working on a home improvement project, labels are really Good thing, especially when the label contains instructions on how to use something sharp or something with chemicals in it or maybe something that has the potential to make you regret buying whatever it is you just bought. That is when labels come in handy. Labels can be confusing. We can laugh at labels, but they're not so funny when we get slapped with labels, right? And maybe you've been labeled. I mean, to some extent, we've all been labeled with some type of label. Maybe you've been called smart, average, poor, rich, progressive, conservative, religious, agnostic, winner, loser. All of us have someone attaching labels to us at some point in our life. Labels on soup cans can be a really good thing, but come on, labels on people? That is a problem. That's why a recent article in the MIT Technology Review really caught my eye. The article's title... And you can Google this if you want to read the whole thing. The title is, DNA tests are coming, but it might not be smart to take one. Well, that was enough of a teaser in a title for an article to, to get my attention. Now, I can tell you, I've, I've been seeing more and more stuff like this popping up in my newsfeed. Stuff about DNA testing, prenatal testing, genetic testing, uh, other types of testing going by different names. The thing of it is, this type of testing is becoming more and more prominent and not for the right reasons. I mean, that's the issue here, not for the right reasons. Uh, in fact, this is blowing up so big on the worldwide basis that the economic forecast for prenatal testing is basically telling investors uh, this is going to be a huge money maker as we advance more and more into this world. Now, in this instance covered by this MIT article, Robert Plowman, who's a behavioral gen- geneticist, is predicting that we are on the very edge of a world in which a $50 spit-in-the-tube DNA test can predict the odds of children being smart enough to get a PhD when they're an adult or smart enough to get into that exclusive daycare center that's only for select brilliant kids. According to Plowman, the discoveries now mean that we can read the DNA of a young child and get a notion of how intelligent he or she will be. Plowman is advocating for such testing to be done so that parents can predict a child's mental abilities and make schooling choices using a concept he calls precision education. I'm not going to lie to you. The whole direction of this just sort of creeps me out. I mean, I get this picture in my head of kids being sorted out like the haves and the have-nots with labels stuck on them to identify whether they are geniuses or whether they're just going to be an average kid so there's no sense putting that much effort into his or her education. Can you imagine a world like this? I mean, can you imagine labeling a kid at two years old as least likely to succeed? Because that's what I see happening with this stuff. And, And I really wish this were just some sort of 
parody that, you know, I'm just, I'm just kidding you with, with this information, but uh, this is real. And the people that are promoting this are deadly serious about using this as a screening mechanism to label kids based upon a DNA test. And you know what? That's just sad. And the, the author of the story even notes that, and this is his quote, as of right now, predictions are not highly accurate. <laughs> wow. So potentially, a kid will either be pressured to be a genius or expected to live down to low expectations based upon what is stated here as a highly inaccurate test. Now, as you and I know, this goes well beyond screening to see whether a first grader makes it to the advanced class in a grade school. And although they're apparently unwilling to talk about it openly, the author states that some medical scientists, they're already trying to figure out how to use the new technology to pick the smartest embryo in an in vitro fertilization dish. Now, what that means, pick the smartest embryo, destroy the embryos that remain. Or they're trying to discover which unborn children are at higher risk of cognitive disorders, including autism. And as we know from the experience we've seen worldwide with using this type of testing to target children with Down syndrome, this is the exact type of test that will target children in the womb for abortion if they're not labeled as having this high uh, potential for intelligence. Now, thankfully, there are researchers who are quickly trying to head this off at the pass. Catherine Bliss, who is a sociologist at the University of California in San Francisco, she had this to say, and this is her quote in the article. The idea is that we'll have this information everywhere you go, like an RFID tag. Everyone will know who you are and what you are about. To me, that is really scary. A world where people are allotted according to their inborn ability, well, that is eugenics. Okay, that's the end of her quote. But that last word is what I really want you just to think about, eugenics. I mean, this is what is the result of the misuse of this type of testing. And if you think that statement is scary, uh, this MIT Technology Review states that in an earlier venture, um, that, that's happened quite a few years back, I, I don't know how many years ago, but this article reported that there was a uh, similar type of experiment that eventually was blown up after a report surfaced that Chinese researchers were using the acquired DNA of a thousand geniuses in a plot to breed, quote, genius babies. <laughs> you know, at this point, honestly, I, I feel like I'm giving you a review on some sort of... Um, I don't know, really weird new science fiction movie, but this is real life, and it's coming down the pike faster than any of us can possibly imagine. And apparently, uh, even DNA companies, DNA testing companies, are, are grappling to work through the issues that are associated with this. Uh, according to this article, 23andMe, which is one of the largest DNA testing services, it's already said it's not telling people their brain rating out of concern that the information would be poorly received. Well, imagine it would. I mean, imagine paying big bucks to spit into a tube, send it away, and then you learn a few weeks later that according to their test, well, you're just not going to be very smart. You know, that's just sort of unreal. And I can imagine why, you know, some of those results would not be uh, well received. But 
you know, the unfortunate reality is it's not unreal. It's real. This is the status of things right now. This is the status of this proposed DNA testing for kids. Now, this whole landscape of testing and screening is just looming like this huge thunderstorm on the horizon. And the implications of it are really profound when the technology is absorbed into a culture that values life not for what it is, but how it can be useful Technology absorbed in a culture that looks at life only as valuable if it can be useful is a technology, is a culture, I should say, that is ripe for eugenics to surface on a very large scale. And are we really ready for a world that can create a label for every kid all the way down to whether he or she will be smart enough to go to college, athletic? Are we really ready for a world that can create a label for every kid all the way down to whether he or she will be smart enough to go to college, athletic enough to make the starting five on the basketball team, or maybe have the perfect face. I mean, I mentioned at the start of this podcast that this is blowing up worldwide, and it really is. Maybe not the IQ thing specifically right now, uh, but the much larger picture of the new eugenics of testing, screening, eliminating, repeat. Testing, screening, eliminating, repeat. And right now, right in front of me as I'm doing this podcast, I have these stories from my news feed that I'll be talking about in future episodes, but here's just a sample uh, from Japan. Uh, careful provision of info, a must for expanding new prenatal tests. There's a highly controversial new um, prenatal test in Japan that's causing a deep division within the medical community and the culture there. From Medgadget website, this title, non-invasive prenatal testing market to witness robust expansion through the forecast period through 2024. From Digital Journal, headline, Global non-invasive prenatal testing equipment market to grow as incidents of Down syndrome in babies rise. Now, do you know what they're saying with that? Of course you do. They're saying that, uh, hey, we've got too many children still with Down syndrome, and so this prenatal testing equipment, that's going to be more accurate and identify which unborn kids uh, are identified with Down syndrome earlier in the womb uh, will help us target those kids so that we can eliminate children with Down syndrome. That's exactly uh, what that headline says to me. You know, the science of how life develops in the womb can bring us to a greater knowledge of just how amazing and unique every human life is, or it can drag us to the depths of eugenics by creating labels that either read perfect or reject. Hey, that's it for this episode of the Love Times 2 podcast. I hope this has been thought-provoking to you and that you'll continue the conversation by sharing this on your social networks. That's one of the best ways we can get the word out uh, about the Love Times 2 podcast. And be sure to like us on Facebook. Uh, And always remember this. Always remember this. Change the culture and the politics will follow. This has been 139, the official podcast of Love Times 2. Join us in the journey at lovetimes2.org. That's love, the letter X, and the number 2, dot O-R-G. Thanks for listening.